Does our party have permission to teleport aboard? Find out today on Hapless Heroes. I disagree. We're simply advancing in a different direction. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening's festivities, wherein we crash aboard a ship. We'll start, oh, well, let's switch it up. I'll start from my virtual right um, to uh, introduce our cast. Uh, so on my right, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. I'm not used to crashing parties. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. From captain to captain, I request permission. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Should we row faster? And to his right, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. Now, 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 I'm sure we can have a rational discussion like adults. So we find ourselves in the most precarious of positions with uh, several of our uh, members aboard uh, the ship being held at sword point by what appears to be an officer of some rank and of uh, some, uh, some love of uh, getting in brawls. Oh, God. I mean, like, we're literally escaping an undead invasion. I feel like, you know, it's got to be... As, you, as long as you aren't undead, you should be... <laughs> right. And uh, with the rest of you in, uh, in the small ship still out in the harbor, about 60 feet out from the ship, and furiously uh, trying to work your way in and uh, maybe uh, do something to help make things right here. Mm -hmm. And you said that Hedrick is at sword point, essentially. Yes, Hedrick is at sword point, and he has been asked, Oi, what are you doing on my ship? Commander, my name is Hedrick. How's work? I'm member of the Heroes of Teltoria. I am here to usher the movement of the people of this land. They have to get out of here immediately so that you can do your job. We my job's been doing perfectly well the whole time. We humbly request your permission to board your vessel momentarily until we may be retrieved by our own. By your own? I don't see any other uh, ships around here that might be yours. Uh, look uh, up in the sky. Oh, that's a ridiculous thing. I don't take offense to that because it's not my ship to command, so <laughs> I'm just going to say it's, it is it is quite uh, quite unique. I bow to your ways of the waters and the oceans and your commanding efforts. But our sky vessel has brought us to lands of great terror, and they aim 
to spread their evil across these lands, and we cannot abide by it. We need your help. Yes, the rest of our the rest of our our, our, our group is is coming uh, coming now on that little dinghy out there. Do you point to uh, Jarrell vigorously rowing? <laughs> yes, it's almost cartoon like the point is starting to go up. It's skipping along the water as Jarrell bounces it into uh, right into a hastily ro- lowered rope ladder. Wow, that's more of a tongue twister than I wanted that sentence to be. <laughs> hastily, hastily lowered rope ladder. ladder. The uh, floaties on Jarrell's arms are now just looking more like pinwheels as they're just spinning around in <laughs> Yes, it's um, extra dignified. Yes, <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Everything he does is dignified, right? Yes. So while he's rowing, I guess Quinn, Quinn grabs the rope ladder. All right, so Quinn grabs the rope ladder, and he is the first up. Uh, the others at the top, um, you notice uh, as they're pulling in, um, the commander sharply orders the men to uh, stand down, and she sheathes her weapon, but has her left hand permanently uh, attached almost to the uh, to the uh, hilt end of her scabbard. On what, uh, at closer examination, appears to be a cavalry saber. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I, I, I assure you, we are on the same side. Isn't that the sort of thing the other side would say, too? Yeah, I suppose you're right, actually. Um, but, but the point stands. Or can I attempt to like make that a persuasive, you know, argument? You can attempt to make a persuasive argument, yes. You know, just to kind of maybe relieve some of the tensions here, because, like, again, we are on the same side, and we're... Uh-huh. <laughs> Still not getting any better, huh? Uh, we... Um... It's That's a nat- one. That's you just a nat- have we'll to roll in that one. <laughs> I rolled a nat one on a very important check that I just had to ask. Okay, so... I ruined everything. That's the 20. Yeah, that's the 20 on my end. Wow, boy. So you nat 20 and he nat 1. What does that mean? Or the, what, uh, challenge check? Persuasion. Yeah. Versus insight. Right. Yes. Damn it, Felix. Well, it's exactly right. Keep it in your mouth. Exactly the same con- I want. I'm convinced that I was entirely ho- truthful, obviously. So now I think that she has my full and undivided, full and, uh, you know. And trust. she circles around, and I would like you to make a perception check. Oh, good. I'm great at those. Three. Hmm. You don't notice until it is far too late that she has circled around and separated you from the rest of your group. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And her right hand is starting to stray dangerously close to the hilt of her blade. So uh, so Quinn, Quinn recognizes her as the captain, correct? 
as uh, she is wearing the rank of a commander. Commander, right. Uh, commander. Uh, so Quinn kind of yells to, to gain, gain her attention. Um, we, uh, we give you our... I'm trying to think of how to, how to phrase this. Um, we, we come aboard to give you support. My crew is your crew. I give in to your command. And he just kind of bows to her. Well, he should. It's not my command you need to worry about. And from behind everyone, I can't make the whistle noise, but I'm sure you <laughs> might be able to shop something in or something. Admiral on deck! And the entire naval crew uh, snapped up to attention. Uh, I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to follow suit because yeah. like, I just don't know what else to do here. Yeah, Hedrick would do the same. He's he's very much like into the Navy aspect of this. Uh, it's part of his day. So <laughs> he's at attention. The Navy aspect of this part of your day. <laughs> Grand new sentence. <laughs> he's just like taking it all in like, yeah, I want to be a part of everything. He's a joiner. <laughs> this is great. That's for sure. <laughs> this is sure to be uh, quite the joyage, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, it's a pity that there's no goose icono iconography anywhere on this ship. <laughs> on that Navy. Uh, yeah, so the Admiral's on deck. Huh? Stand down! Stand down! And into the clearing in the middle of everyone strides a gorgeous human being. Like, he is very striking looking. Clean shaven, save for a luxuriant and dark mustache that uh, takes up his entire upper lip. His hair is perfect, as though it is a helmet molded onto his head in the style of a fashionable hairstyle. Slight, with a slight pompadour curl to the front of it. His uniform is a full decked out navy dress uniform with a rack of ribbons that goes all the way from his shoulder epaulets displaying his rank of rear admiral all the way down to like halfway down the front of his chest. He looks every bit the part of the dashing naval captain that he is trying to portray that he is. Well, Admiral, does he, down, does, he, does he look down? There's no need for this. As I say, does he look fancier than Quinn when he's wearing his oversized captain's hat? Um, hmm. You know what? Let's make this a charisma contest. <laughs> So wait, am I? I'm. I'm. I'm uh, contesting yeah. with him. Yes, because we're contesting fanciness. Okay. <laughs> the best kind of contesting. I'm, I am so glad I asked. <laughs> so this is a. Is it a? It's a charisma saving throw. That no, just a check. I hate you. Yeah. Okay. Ah, Do right. you beat a nineteen? Twenty-one. 
You are quite fancy and quite the bit, uh, quite a bit the dashing rogue captain. In the presence of a man that you've just taken a little bit of the shine from. I but I have to say so so okay so then my response to him is um admiral dashing as ever. Ah yes, your reputation precedes you, Captain Southwind. <laughs> I I hear the sarcasm, but I let it go. In before Lord Admiral Captain Quinn Southwind. Oh oh it'll be <laughs> okay, all right. Now we are before Admiral Joseph Fraxamara. Fraxamara. I'm sorry, Joseph Fraxo. There, Fraxo. I need to be able to read my own writing better. Would I would I mean like I assume that I would be familiar with his surname? Yeah. Um Yes, you would be familiar, as he is the flag admiral serving under uh, under uh, Lady Southwind. Mm-hmm. The flag admiral of the flag... I didn't even know Southwind. about Lady Southwind, so I... <laughs> yes, but if you're trying to make your way as a privateer, you might know some of the forces to avoid. Cool. It is in yeah. your best interest to know maybe, you know, some of the bigger names on the high seas. In the south um, wind, you've seen it around. So I just I take I, I take solace in the fact that I'm clearly fancier than him, uh, but his uh, his ranking is just temporarily higher than mine. And also, you're marginally fancier than him, I, but fancier. But fancier. But fancier. He can take Salas in the fact that he is the commanding officer of the largest ship in the world. That's fine. It's, it's not the size of the ship. No, it's the I 150 mean, cannons aboard it. The yeah, unfortunate thing is I just rolled in on a dinghy. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, yes. I'm, I'm recognizing the situation and I'm just, I'm bearing with it for now. Listen, but it to was be fair. Jack Sparrow moment. Right. And to be fair, the first ship we rolled in on was one that was airborne. So, I mean, it's pretty fancy. Yeah. And that's still going. I mean, it's not like it's gone. It's just that we're not on it. Right. So, so I'm just accepting the fact that he just saw me coming on in a dinghy and I'm, I am accepting the fate of the moment. And, uh, I am, I am bearing with his, his command at this point. Yes. The lady Southwind said we should expect you here. And I don't disappoint in many ways. Oh, really? Admiral, it's a uh, pleasure. He returns the uh, smartness. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. Oh, Quinn is Quinn is definitely enamored. Yes, in in my notes for him, uh, let's see, what do we have? Luxuriant stash, impeccably well kept. Yeah. Brilliant but impulsive, and also mm-hmm. lecherous and omnivorous. So perfect. Yes. <laughs> Great. Omnivorous, he says. <laughs> he he sounds like Quinn's perfect mate. Is omnivorous just a fancy way of saying bisexual? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, more like borderline sexually harassing everyone in his sphere of influence at all times. He likes the meat and the veggies. <laughs> that, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
being a brilliant naval uh, commander has allowed him a little bit of leeway to be a moderate scumbag as well. Oh, Gee, I, I wonder. I, I feel like I know someone exactly like I that. I mean, <laughs> Quinn totally gets it. <laughs> it's like it's like he's found his doppelganger. It's what we call the perks of the job. Am I right? And perks they are. A anyways, uh, we need to be on the move because the undead are literally on our. I don't mean to, you know, tell you how to steer your ship or anything like that, but this is—I think this is the last of of, of anyone evacuating. Um, and actually, now that I now that I said that, Felix is questioning the things that he—the words that just came out of his mouth—and he's going to send Slim to just take a quick perimeter to see if there's any any stragglers still left ashore. You leave that right where it is. Yes, you will. Oh, yeah, Commander pipes up. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, I believe you've met my. Uh... You've met my executive officer, Commander Jenny Riley. Yes, we've been well acquainted. I feel like we've established a great trust between the two of, you, of us. <laughs> Oi, yes, Commander Jenny Kilo Riley. Kilo? Oh, that's a wonderful. That's a wonderful nickname. I wonder where you could have gotten that from. It might be from the killings. I, I do believe I, I, I you know I do believe that flattery is uh, one of the best ways to direct attention away from. Me. I I imagine that at this point, uh, Dilbertrum, Frecken, and lastly Jarrell are finally coming over the rope ladder onto the bridge. <laughs> are you guys in? Uh, Well, I imagine the rope ladder would be relatively difficult for Jarrell. Mm. Oh my God, you're a strong man. You can do it. Yeah, no, but he he let the other two go up first, and now he's the last one joining. <laughs> Just clanking as you're like kind of banging off the side of the ship. The, <laughs> the ladder's a little like rickety. Well, the duck uh, floaties are getting in the way now. <laughs> I mean, do they yeah. comically squeak it. They have to. They yes, have to they do. do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks for so, a briefly, mildly awkward moment. Yeah, Jarrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladders across the ship. <laughs> now listen um, here, Squeaky. I I'll tell you, Squeaky. I'm here now. <laughs> um. So yeah, Jarrell uh, would again board the ship. Um, look around. Uh, permission to come aboard as he takes off his squeaky ducks. <laughs> Do they they make that like absolutely horrid sound like when you go to take them off like that. Oh oh yeah yeah. <laughs> <With> sucking yeah. <laughs> Suction. Like just the friction of it yeah. Wow. Um, Finally, someone with manners. Now stay where you are. As she turns and spins around towards Felix. I don't think I've finished with you, I? No, I'm sure we have lots to discuss. It's going to be a long journey back to the, uh, <laughs> back to Ardwall. So, yeah, we have plenty of time to talk. I would love to get to know you better. Her blade flashes out of the scabbard and stops about an inch short of the point of your nose. Um, oh, yes. Keep talking. 
I'm going to keep riding the Nat 1 and just keep rolling with the flattery because <laughs> I think this is all just like, you know, maybe the the way that we communicate, you know, and I'm just trying to go along with it. Yeah. This is her love language. Yeah. This is <laughs> sure. That's actually a perfect kind of segue there. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, continue to try to persuade. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I was just, again, I'm just slinging. I mean, it's, I'm just continuing with yeah. the flattery. Okay. That's uh, significantly better. Uh, math 26. Hey. That is significantly better, but she continues to be unmoved and holds steady. Don't bother. It's one of the reasons she's the best executive officer I could have. She's completely immune. Watch this. And he walks up, puts his arm around her shoulder. So there, hot stuff. Want to go back to the cabin? She turns and backhands him with a full, like, full swing, knocking him a full two feet back. Great. Hands off. Like I said, she's completely immune. I wasn't trying to, you know woo or anything like that. I was, yeah, I'm just genuinely uh, interested in all the people that, you know, are uh, serving aboard this ship. We're all on the same side, after all. Felix, has you, have you ever... Oh, God damn it. Have you ever heard of the term cock-blocking? For God's sake. I mean, I've heard of it, but who am I exactly? I don't understand. Uh, just, we're, just, we're just hanging out over here, you know? Like People are pointing swords at each other. We're all just getting to know each other a little better. It's going to be great. People are pointing swords at each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hendrick's definitely still shaking his head at the Admiral and his poorest of attempts to put a line on his own executive officer. Everybody knows you don't dip in the company pond. That's rule number one. He was just showing, he was just trying to uh, illustrate a point, that's all. Nope, no office relationships. <laughs> uh, Hedrick knows she that. Is immune. That's she fine. Is immune. I wasn't trying anything. Genuinely just trying to be the charismatic person that I am, obviously. Yeah. It's so drafty out here. We should retreat back to the conference bridge. Oh, that sounds lovely. Let's go. We need. We need to. We need. We we really should be 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 going. This is this area is no longer going to be safe for much longer. I really should probably get back to this whole sense of urgency thing that we've been expressing this whole time. So he leads the way very enthusiastically, and you can almost see him bouncing a little bit. If you listen carefully, you could even hear. Is somebody on the ship? Is somebody on the ship? Is somebody on the ship? Which parts of him are bouncing? Oh my god, dude. Um, (laughs) We'll make an investigation check. (laughs) I'm so happy. Oh, he's entertaining Uh, it. Investigation is an 11. (laughs) He got dead ass, though. (laughs) That's all I need to know. All right, moving on. So he's saying this to himself? Yes. 
I, Hedrick finds that a little bit strange. He wants That's to keep not it ominous at all. Yeah, yeah. Even even you know, even the bard can figure this one. Out. I'm sorry, I, I meant the uh, musical bard can figure this one out. Uh, there's something fishy going on. Well, because I didn't want to make a, a general bardic, you know, generalization. Because uh, we have two bards. I forgot about that. And I'm infatuated right now. So, so the scene cuts forward ever so slightly to the uh, party being led by the good Admiral Mara into his uh, boardroom aboard uh, the ship here. A room that smells of uh, leather and rich mahogany as there are many leather-bound books and this place <laughs> is pretty much decked out in a very uniform shade of well-carved and well-oiled mahogany. He likes to reinforce that he is, in fact, kind of a big deal. Yeah, I see that. Um, Thanks, Admiral. I suppose it's adequate for a command base, yes? Quite. Quite yeah. adequate. So, uh, and I'm gonna kind of like, you know, put like, just like slap two, like my hand twice on the side of like, right of like the, the wall of where we are in here and just be like, uh, how, uh, how fast can this bad boy get to Ardwall? <laughs> in an appropriate speed, of course. It's, it's just I'm imagining the gnome like going ping. Oh, how this nigga? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like leaning against it all awkwardly, <laughs> like <laughs> like slamming, slamming his hand against side, like kind of how fast right. can this baby go? Just making like naive small talk at this point because I'm like I said I'm really riding this net one for as long as I can for just like <laughs> how, how, how much I think I am liked aboard the ship. <laughs> Admiral, uh, after your complete decimation of this wave, uh, what is your next course of action? Well, as it appears that uh, most have uh, boarded their ships and gotten along their way, we are going to make sure that we are the last ones out, provide a, a appropriate escort, as it were. Well, that sounds fine. Um... Do you know of any other uh, locations at this point that are going to be your top priority? At the moment, we head towards Ardwall. Make a brief stop by the lighthouse of Legredex on the way back to Ardwall. The lighthouse of Legredex? That sounds super that cool. Entirely not made up on the spot or anything like that. No, not That's a great name. <laughs> I'm totally not just writing it down. <laughs> hey, the concept was there. I just had to come up with a name. Oh, what's your What's your purpose at the lighthouse? Certainly, a, a vessel like this does not need the aid of, uh, you know, just you know, a conventional method for your average rowboat. Strategic assets, my good man. Strategic asset. Can we can we go on hold? They put my package outside. I gotta go get it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm gonna I'll get a beer, guys. I'll be right back. No, that's fine. I was gonna make a comment about uh, you know with the all the cannons and stuff like that. I was like, you know, I've been hunting to have some cannons myself, and I was gonna put my three fingers up. That's where I shoot my eldritch blast out of. But I think the moment's passed. <laughs> 
Fran, I walked away during your comment. Oh, it's fine. I was this was it was a off-camera comment. Yeah, Commander Riley is really just looking to cut on people. Wow, dude. Wow. Ooh. That's a little well, uh, man, you're taking the wind out of my sails. What can I say? Get out. Get out. You can go. <laughs> I'm already out, Fran. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, go home, Phil. <laughs> oh, look at that. I'm home. <laughs> oh, good. I'm really glad that you've done what I've asked. I feel I feel better now. I am the please. I, I feel like I should get a better microphone. Because I don't mind doing this if we have to do this for what we're going to do. Like, I know. I was actually going to drop off my little blue snowball for Mike. Cause my little extra snowball microphone. The other microphones I have, unfortunately, don't go through anything, any USB. You know, you need to interface. Sorry about that. Thanks. No, you're fine. You and your fancy newfangled equipment that makes nice mics work on your computer. It's just the old interface that we used to use. The little red one. The most Anyways. advanced piece of audio equipment I have is probably the DAC I've got my headphones plugged into, so. <laughs> Alright, let's uh let's count this baby back in. Alright, and then in a three, two, and a one, and now I'm trying to remember. He was he was talking to himself. He was talking about something about the lighthouse and some shit. Strategic yeah. assets. Yeah, something about strategic assets and uh he got lost. He got he got lost in a moment of peak. Staring uh sort of purposefully out the back windows uh of the uh room. He somehow <laughs> In the intervening time, and not a single one of you were able to perceive when, has either found or spawned a rock's glass of some sort of brown liquid in his hand as he stares purposefully out the back window. <laughs> After a brief three-second pause, he snaps and turns back to the uh, group. Anyhow, what is it that brings the uh, famed heroes of Telduria aboard my humble ship? Well, sir, we come from, uh, I don't know, I guess whatever town that is to the north. Doppelpopolis. Doppelpopolis. <laughs> At least that's what Jabril likes to call it. He likes to call it Doppelpopolis. But, no, we saved all them people, right? So, uh, yeah, we're going to skedaddle and maybe uh, hitch a ride here and there, and we'll get our way back uh, to fighting this horde. Yeah, we did kind of arrive on, a, on an airborne ship. But, uh, you know, we weren't really able to get back on it because we are kind of in the mode of fleeing at this time. It's for the best. Who would want to ride on a coward's vessel like that when you can ride on the mightiest ship in the entire fleet? I don't know. I mean, a flying ship is pretty cool, right? The argument about, uh, you know, uh, size and, uh, you know, uh, strength can be... Uh, negligible and subjective. So, uh, I believe, you know, to each his or her own. And, uh, I believe you'd have a very fine vessel here, but, you know, we, we, 
about about the comforts of the wind and and the clouds whisking between our ears you know you could just understand flying amongst all the birds up in the sky it's a surreal feeling amber yeah it's its own kind of sea you say the word fly and all i hear is the word flee and that is not a thing we do no sir not in a ship like this I would argue that's precisely what we're doing right now. I disagree. We're simply advancing in a different direction now that our objective has been completed. (laughs) How does Quinn respond to his... Advancing in a different direction. I was just asking how Quinn would respond to his vessel being called a coward's vessel, but... Yeah, that's true. I my my I mean my jaw dropped in real life when he said that. It's what you would think cuz he's super fucking biased towards his ship. I mean, you know. I admire your bravery, Admiral. But of course. I admire my bravery as well. Totally playing flattery at this point. He oh, is good. A- I'm glad we're using the same tactic. He is well. You failed, uh, and excuse me. Task failed successfully. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get laid. I'm just I, I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm just trying to make friends, and I don't think Quinn's had a man in a while. <laughs> He's had a lot of veggies, <laughs> not so much meat. A lot of veggies, he says. Now, Admiral. Surely you could understand the movements of a fish are very close to the movements of a bird. The way he's still trying to make this point. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. (laughs) I kind of knew, like, I had a couple NPCs and I had a location, and I'm like, this is this is this is just gonna kind of this has got legs. You know, it's good. we yes, just really does. lean hard into these like role play like scenes that like we just lose we lose ourselves. Well, I'm sorry, really. we don't even really get. You know, it's hard like not getting together, man. Like it, it fills a different void now. I sit on my screen, and I just want to bullshit with you guys. I can still make this stupid voice no matter where I am. <laughs> and my voice changes uh, every single episode, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I can act like an egocentric sex addict anytime I want. Yeah, shouldn't like what could also be you know between all all the uh, hours as Quinn, it should be just well, you could quit being one anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good. Never. Can't stop being Quinn. Can't stop. <laughs> won't stop. Um, in an effort again to to continue to fit in, um, Felix is going to search the room for some other rocks glass. Okay, fantastic. Uh, let's see. Um, let's. Jeez, uh, oh, I guess we want to call it an investigation for the room. Sure, I could do those. Are way better than perception, so I will take it. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. A seventeen can find a wet bar. And That's he great. has it within striking distance of where he is in his broody looking out the window spot. I will pour probably the, the lightest brown liquid I can find and then use press the digitation to chill it. 
Admiral, do you mind? Apologies. Apologize for nothing. Our esteemed guests aboard this vessel, of course. Oh, Felix, pour me one. I will pour Hedrick one and also use press a digitation to chill the liquid. Oh, just how I like it. What's a little bit of social lubrication between friends, am I right? Yes, of course. Absolutely. Here's to your victory. Oh, I will always feel triumphant in the end. Yeah, I really appreciate you having us aboard. It's uh, it's it it, it means a lot. Um, we definitely needed to get out of here, and you know, in lieu of not being able to reboard our ship, um, we feel flattered that you'd have us. But anyway, you mentioned the speed of the ship back to Oddwall. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. Speed isn't exactly our strong suit. You see, when you have dominance over the area around you at all times, what is speed? It's a long day. We ride Quinn, in style and comfort. Quinn raises his glass to that and then downs his drink. So, Admiral, if I may, what is your sense of uh, urgency? And what does that mean to your command? The south wind goes wherever it pleases and, and exerts its dominance over the waters around it at all times. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this ship called the south wind? Yes, it is. Well, and it is it the south wind's flagship. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I well, we Quinn now has, have Quinn a, has this feeling of like just being in the right place at the moment. Like he knows that this is where he's supposed to be right now. Technically, you're the only South Wind aboard the South Wind right now. That is also, as far as we know, true. Hmm. Yeah, as far as we can get. That is correct. Right. Anyway, since it's going to be a little bit of a voyage, I should show you to the uh, esteemed guest quarters aboard the ship. Yes, that would be lovely. Admiral, when, when uh, thinking do you in his have... head that he's not going to need a guest room. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Jarrell. Uh, yeah. Admiral, do you have a method of signaling our ship? What sort of method do you need? Um, I mean, really anything would work. Flags, lights. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can make lights. I can like shoot little like little like magic fireworks with my prestidigitation. I, I, don't, I don't know what this navy actually uses. Uh, they're the ones who um, have been credited for inventing the semaphore language that is uh, most commonly used around the world here. So they most definitely would have a set of those flags aboard the ship. Or even those Navy signaling flags that they all, like all the wacky flags are different letters and you can run them up the thing and you see them at like naval themed restaurants. And okay, I, I actually had an idea that I could, about using magic to signal up if they can just get us like in visual range of ship. And I was going to use um, like a combination of press digitation and minor illusion to create the shape of like magical letters one at a time, kind of moving in a line that just says, we're good. And then like the okay hand. 
<laughs> now, do we not want to join our ship? Like, why do we want to sail to the lighthouse? And then to... Uh, because of the, the assets. Did you not hear the Admiral? The assets, Jabrell. Sometimes and, you, know, you just got to use your head. And sometimes you just got to revel in the fact that you're an esteemed guest. Now we don't have to work. <laughs> I'm all about that. I yeah, mean, I'm, I'm curious as a, as a quote-unquote holy man, how you feel about a life of luxury. Well, are you kidding me? He has, yeah. he has three people who are doing most of the work for him all but the I mean, time. He, he has the he, biggest tent out of everyone in the group. He, it's like, you know, he, <laughs> he, 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 has, he has nothing but luxurious, this man. Are you kidding me? What I'm saying is living an adventuring life with luxury compared to just living in luxury and not having a care. Like, he's he's got his hands tied. He's not doing anything. And I wonder if that weighs on his mind. Well, that's the problem, is that we're just kind of going for a cruise <laughs> when we have some pretty pressing matters to be taken care of. Javiel, I know you're, you know, afraid of the water and everything. Uh He's not afraid of the water. He's afraid of drowning and not even afraid. He just knows he can drown. Yeah, no, I, I know, but and he ain't really afraid of anything. Correct. So that could <laughs> that could be, you know, a little difficult to manage sometimes. But maybe maybe just you gotta take a break. Um, every now every now and then. I'm gonna ask a question that I'm afraid to ask. Which is what happened? to the two boys that we rescued you know the essentially the Phineas and Ferb of you know fantasy the the, the you know med magician and the artificer yes, um, well you loaded them onto uh, one of the ships but did any of you actually uh, keep track of which one they got onto with everybody uh, nope no. that okay, was like, but it's a question that could have been asked earlier I didn't want to just you know, dangle all the details in front of everybody could have been asked earlier. My so really, as long as I can get confirmation that we they definitely did board one of the ships. That is all I need to know. I'm sure you could probably find out, but that's not the sort of thing that was kept records of. It was something of a panicked evacuation. But I would yeah. say that um, what kind of range does Slim have? I mean, I can. She can technically go. About a thousand feet, but I can only communicate with her within, like you know, um, I can only look and perceive through her senses within a hundred feet. Let's see. I'll double check that just to be absolutely sure. So you could have been sending Slim up to the airship this whole time. Well, I was going to try to send her out to survey things, and then that's, our, and that's our, probably the winning play there, anyway. And our friend uh, told me that I was not allowed to do that because she had her eye on me and then put her sword in my face. Well, there was that, too. I mean, it was a different time, and it might still be that same time. She's still a little belligerent. Okay, apparently, Voice of the Chainmaster says, well, I'm on the same plane as my familiar. I communicate telepathically with it. There you go. So, yeah, um, I would say that... Um, with uh, permission, you might be able to send Slim to survey some of the ships and uh, make sure the boys are all right. And we would say you could get an uh, answer on which ship they're in in about two hours. 
I'm good with that. All right. So, yeah, we'll put a pin for two hours in real time. You'll know which one of the ships the boys are on. Wonderful. So sometime around what would be, oh, oh, I can't remember what hour you guys crashed through the gate. So it's, um, it's after lunch now. It's one in the actual afternoon. <laughs> the actual afternoon. Short rest. <laughs> oh, good. I get that spell slot. Yeah. Been... Actually, you guys, um, um, I would say yes. Um, when do you want to send Slim Shady? Before or after you are shown to uh, where the quarters are? Um, I mean, after is fine. Because that's kind of okay. when I thought about it. Okay. So um, you are taken several decks below. This is a relatively deep ship as well. It's got a beam of something like about 90 feet. like So it's 90 feet from top to bottom. The row, There are three different rows with cannons, 25 per side per row. Wow. So it, multiple floors. So he takes you down uh, several flights of stairs, still on the upper decks of this uh, large ship, to some uh, well-appointed but vacant rooms towards the stern. Wonderful. And there are six rooms uh, with a common area on one end of the ship, and he shows you guys to like uh, what would be sort of the um, VIP suite, as this is a flagship of the Navy. It sometimes ha does carry Tessa Southwind and uh, anybody who might be visiting with her at the time. She doesn't command the ship, she commands the Navy, but she still has places to use on this ship. And since the, uh, quote, younger brother of Tessa Southwind uh, has a, is on the ship, it was natural that uh, you guys get the suite. You're welcome. Excellent. Ah, uh, yes. Feel free to uh, get your bearings. Relax a little while. Meet me aboard the deck in, uh, let's say, um... Now we're in a half. That sounds good, Admiral. Yeah. Uh, I could do with a refill. Yeah. So I figure this is a good enough time to just introduce a short rest. If there yeah, are that's fine. Short resty things you guys need to do. Yeah, I get the one spell slot I, I spent back. All right. So as uh, long as everyone's got uh, things taken care of, we fast forward just a little bit, and now it is something oh in the neighborhood of approaching uh, three in the afternoon. Sounds about. So I would have in the actual. Yep. Afternoon. So I would in the actual afternoon. So I would have. <laughs> so I would have found out by now that you know where the the yes the boys we rescued are. Yes, the boys are aboard a converted garbage scow that they are somehow managing to continue to convert while it's floating. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Good to know. Okay. Just want to make sure that we have, you know, that they're still part of the evacuation. All right. So you guys um, eventually make it to the deck of the ship uh, to meet the Admiral at 3 o'clock as uh, you had more or less agreed an hour and a half from something like I called it actual 1, let's call it 1.30 somewhere in there, I don't know. 3 sounds good. <laughs> There's a 3 in 1.30. <laughs> Look, details hasn't been what we push hard here. No. But, uh, so 
yes, you guys make it to the deck of the ship, and the Admiral is waiting there towards the uh, front, up near, uh, you know, the uh, whole Titanic uh, kind of uh, spot on the ship would be if one were so inclined to do so. <laughs> something uh, you that bow? I like, I like, yes, yeah. bow. Hey. The Titanic. You know, we the really bow like... The of a cruise ship. Like, I mean, it's enormous. Yeah. <laughs> And like bow seems like such a general term, you know. <laughs> but here I am, like I was overthinking it, and I somehow wound up understating it because freaking words, dude. But anyway, one thing you guys notice going up to that foredeck is there are griffin roosts on the deck of this ship, as it is that griffin roosts. Yes, four griffins are now stationed on this. It looks like they had been fitted relatively recently. Oh, cool. As the nations of the world and now the frost giants are starting to kind of share things. Yo, did we actually get the frost giants to negotiate with the fucking humans? Giants. They were cloud giants. Oh, yeah, cloud giants. Yeah, cloud giants. Excuse me. I believe Jarrell did most of that. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I wanted to make sure that that sort of reflects in the world, too. Hmm. Cool. So now this dreadnought has mild aircraft carrier capability to it. That's fucking awesome. Love it. Jarrell is very excited to see the Griffins because he liked them a lot the first time we got to ride them. <laughs> I can show you the ten year old. Yeah, like ooh. Needs the bow of a huge ship when you could have a griffin, you know? Por que no los dos? Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) So, so good to see you aboard the deck. Had to make sure to reassign uh, Commander Riley towards uh, helm duty for a little while. Otherwise things could get a little bit heated. Whatever would would you say that for? We were getting along beautifully. I mean, relative to her, yes, in that all of your blood is still in the same place it's been, but I mean, let's not play that string out too far. Sure, yeah, whatever you say. Yes, trust me, she is an ill-tempered woman. Oh, you got that right. (laughs) <laughs> Anyhow. So, we make our way back towards Ardwall, escorting this veritable flotilla of citizens that we have saved. Being the grand heroes that we are, we should pass the lighthouse of Legredex by tomorrow morn. Can you, you know, maybe clarify a little bit about these, uh, assets you're speaking of? I mean, it seems like such a small detour. I Uh, wonder why you would bother. I mentioned, though, it is a strategic asset. You see, the lighthouse of Legredex is on one of the main islands that uh, secures the channels between Blood Bay and the uh, bay further in that has no name on maps that I assure you is named something quite glorious and (laughs) Seawater. You know, I've heard about the bay with no name. 
I've, I've never seen it before myself. <laughs> I mean, very few people sail there. One, because the Kingdom of the Sea Lords keeps it locked down with our naval might. But also because there's not really much there except for, you know, the back way to the city of the Troll King. Something about, you know... Anyway, I don't want to give away all of our tactical secrets. Suffice it to say that we cannot lose the lighthouse, else we lose naval supremacy. Well, that sounds grand. So we must he mentioned, the lighthouse. He mentioned the back door to the uh, letter of the Troll King, which would be Scrag. The Troll King, yes. Which has already fallen. Which, if that's the back door to Scrag... <laughs> okay. Yeah, but th those are things happening on land. This is a naval commander. You know, his his purview is limited. Yeah, sure, but you know but... what they say about back doors? They swing both ways. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chris. Anyhow, we shall see the the lighthouse by morn. Well, what shall we do with this fine evening? Uh, I think um, you know. We need to just maintain uh, surveillance of the area and party our asses off. Yeah, and I have that uh, is the sort of question I was the, the sort of answer to a question. It, it, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a question. <laughs> God, now you're gonna make me keep it in, aren't you? You're gonna make him forever <laughs> that mistake. You're a bastard. Because I can. Okay, I find if I keep trying to fill the air with words, eventually I'll make a different gaffe. And then you'll be thinking about that one. And then won't I have won? Yes. <laughs> well, I like you more and more, Admiral. I mean, honestly, you're good people. Put up a good spread. Appreciate that. Don't I ever. I might retire to um, ritualize a bit, you know before partaking in any revelry. Yeah. Ew. No, I mean, an actual ritual. Now that you've found your way around, I invite you to explore several of the decks of this ship. Obviously, the uh, some of the military areas might be off-limits. Guests don't need to be going into the cannons, for example, but there are plenty of areas in the VIP quarters that might be quite suitable to all. Library, for example. Many rich leather band books. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I noticed uh, Captain Southwind here was checking out a number of the decks on board. So many decks. <laughs> oh my god. And I can't wait to explore them. Oh yes. Boy. They've been swabbed clean by the uh, high quality steel on this vessel. Perfect. <laughs> Just and the way I like my decks. If you like us, we can be found on the internet. <laughs> Ooh, I am, I am sweating. Let me tell you, oh, I'm spitzing. Wow. Okay. Faltray. So where can the air conditioning on tonight? We could be found on the internet in such places as apparently Pornhub. Oh, God. <laughs> but actually, 
No, we cannot. Dear God, no, we cannot. Those are not tasteful nudes. Those are not tasteful nudes at all. <laughs> I did not consent to this. <laughs> How did they come up with the cosplay? Oh, boy. Where can they really find us, Dave? be found on such places as Twitter at Hapless Heroes, Instagram also at Hapless Heroes. We can be found on Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. And you can also find us on Facebook, Hapless Heroes Podcast. Every single one of those places is a valid place to find us and things about us. But all of them will really point you to where you can really find the real us. Our Discord server, where you can meet and interact with us on a daily basis. We are always there to meet talk to, talk D&D, talk other games, mildly and gently and tastefully heckle if necessary, and uh, meet what's really the highlight of our Discord server, our fantastic community that's grown up around this podcast of people who continue to download our episodes week after week, hoping I don't know, that I'll someday become funny. It'll be great. (laughs) But until such a day, you guys are just going to keep dipping in that well, and we're going to you know, try to keep rewarding you by producing the quality content that you've come to know and love. Now, if you do really like us, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. I trust that you found a podcast service for us. We're on just about any of them of note, and if you leave us a five-star review there, that helps us get visibility that we can use to reach more like-minded people like you, grow our community, and just generally have a great time playing D&D for the internet. Now, if you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon. We have several levels of rewards for Patreon. Um, Some of them confer a title on our server of uh, patron, and uh, that grants you access to a channel, uh, gets you some bloopers, our undying affection, and coming up on June 20th, we have... Uh, yeah, wait, we wait. Should, uh, this, this episode is coming out June 22nd, so... Oh, never mind. And uh, in the past, we will have had a thing, and it'll be... Yeah. It will have been yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will report back on the success of it when it has actually has happened, which will ha- happen now, but it's not happening currently. <laughs> yeah. Like, right now. <laughs> Time is relative. I keep telling you all that. Same with shoe size, all of that. You know, I, I hear though, I hear though, uh, if you really like us, love us, Sally Field and the whole deal, um, you're going to invent a fuelless jetpack. And you're going to strap the largest banner you can on the back of this thing and you are going to fly around the entire planet promoting our podcast saying I love Hapless Heroes podcast on your banner <laughs> we stop for breaks and stuff like that you know set a world record though fly be the first person to fly around the world with a jetpack promoting a yeah. podcast yeah don't you oh. want to set a world record you should. You should set a whole record. If you if you want your miserable life to mean one thing, mean wow. one little thing, <laughs> just just get your jet bag. Just get your jet bag. Fly around. I should caution all of you listeners: jetpacks are in fact impractical and dangerous. But since listening to this podcast is exactly the same, 
Um, I guess I don't really have anything to give you aside from our outro. So to my uh, virtual left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. There's always a plan. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Now this will certainly be a joyage. <laughs> to his left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I am Schwitzing. And to his left, we have Hedrick the Entertainer, played by Phil. Uh, where did uh, that commander run off to? My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. We will see you next week with the continued adventures of the Southwind and the heroes of Teldaria. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.